Direct from our newsroom in Washington, in color, this is the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite and Russ Hodge in Memphis, Tennessee, Dan Rather in New York, Bernard Kalb in Saigon, Marvin Kalb in Wellington, New Zealand, and Bert Quint in Quezon, South Vietnam. There's one. Hello, hello, hello. Woody? Woody? I'm here. All Woody! Right. So, how's everybody doing? Uh, I'm wonderful. How are you I'm, guys doing? I'm doing great. Well, I have to say, I've, I've been concerned about you guys, because I know that your guests aren't there in person. They can't, you know, bribe you with alcohol and food. I, I wonder how you're getting along with that. That's them. true. That's tough, actually. All right, so you want to just do this shit? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, Woody? Are you ready to jump into uh, it? I can do it. All right. You sure? Yes. I was born to do this one. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's, right. see, that's good. That's what I want to hear. Yep. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And here we are again, Barry. <laughs> that's right. Every, we have not, through through this entire ordeal, we have not missed a show. I will say that. So That's, that's you right. Know, yeah, yeah, well, we should, yeah, yeah. You know, you hear that that's the sound of me knocking on wood because don't there, say it I again. Know, right? Don't <laughs> yeah, say it true. again. You uh, said it and, once. And, yep. Uh, and it's partially thanks to our wonderful patrons, which you can go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and become a patron of the show. It's a great, you know, it's a thing. People are doing it. We have a new patron, which we're not shot because they were specifically requested no shout out, no which shout is out. fine. I'm assuming, Barry, one of our listeners, I'm assuming they're in the. Protection, like the witness protection program, maybe or something. Sure, or maybe they just, you know, they, they, they're embarrassed. They, you know, it's a Twitter. It's a Twitter. Twitter. So, which we're used to that. Twitter, a fan from Twitter, where, um, you know, Twitter's an odd place to get fans from. But my Twitter name is that co-hosted that record got me high. So I'm I'm always brought whenever I get a heavily liked tweet, you know. Your yeah. Twitter is actually on fire. I noticed that you're doing you're you're killing it with your Twitter. Well, I spent a lot of time there because I, I'm working, <laughs> right. and then I got Twitter. I don't open. think I don't think we need to re- be reading all your tweets though. It's probably not good. Uh, it's probably not good podcast. I'm pretty uh, uh, I'm pretty entertaining. I gotta say. Okay. Yeah. Right. Woody, I don't know. Are you, are you still are you still on, Woody? What? Who? Huh? <laughs> I'm here. All right. I'm on. Let's. Uh, we have a guest. Uh, his third appearance. Let's welcome to the show. Welcome, Mr. Woody Compton, to the show. Thank you, applause Because that sounded just like a game show. That was just like a game show intro. We have our it was. contestant, it was, Woody. Yeah. He's been on t- third time, and uh, he's here to compete for... 
Returning champion. Um, returning returning champion, champion. Right. And Woody is also one half, uh, one half of our sponsor, isthistomorrow.com. That's right. Uh, great, great artist, and he drew, he, he drew a great mm. thing for this episode, which yeah. we will share. Uh, we will obviously share, but it is. I how think, long did it, yeah. did it take you to, to do that? Because it's, so, it's great, but I know you kind of whip these things out. Seriously, how long did, did that take you? About an hour and a half with yeah, the tones okay. and the coloring and everything and all that yeah. stuff. Amazing! You're great. Yeah, I think we should use um, it. I think we should use it as the episode art instead of the cover of which record are we talking about, Woody? What Road are we talking to about, Woody? Ruin. Road to Ruin. Fourth album. That's I right. Would, um, I would like to explain quickly why I picked this one because Barry was like, yeah. sure that one. I know. And, you know what? And and I was. I will say I'm surprised too. Not that you picked this one, but I'm surprised you picked. Uh, Ramon's record at all just because I didn't know I, I know some of the stuff you're into and we, we talked about music so I guess for some reason I didn't peg you as a big uh, fan of the Ramones so but go ahead lay it on us well, why, well uh, first of all I'm, I'm a huge fan of early punk because it was a lot poppier than hardcore became later right, it's a lot right. catchier so I'm a big fan of that stuff but um, the reason I picked the fourth album is the first three albums are kind of of a piece yeah. they could almost be interchangeable um, they don't sound very different. Right. That's not bad. I love those first three records. They're right. They're things. all great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love It's Alive, the the last album with uh, Tommy on drums. Oh, but, it's such a good live album. Yes, I it's, love It's Alive. Yeah. But I love this one for a couple of things. It was their attempt to kind of sell out. But in doing that, they got Mark Bell, who's the, a phenomenal drummer, very he, well respected drummer. I, I'm glad you. I'm glad to hear you say that because I know you are a drummer and you uh, yep. and you have a thing with drummers, and he really is. I mean, because uh, I've, I've seen him play live. Obviously, I've seen him with the Ramones, and I saw him mm-hmm. recently, and he still still got it. But yeah, amazing drummer. Yeah, his drum sound is so much better than Tommy's. He's more solid. He's more precise. I love the guitar tone on this record. I just think it's a very good, well-produced record. And I think it's a record a lot of people neglect because they think the first three is being so perfect, but they don't realize this one, I think, is a five-star album as well. Yeah. The thing about this record is that it's got um, – there's a there's – more sweeteners added to the mix. And so it's funny you should mention the guitar tones because obviously Johnny is the main guitar player on this, but there are a lot of um, little uh, nuances that are in there. And it's well known, I think, pretty much that none of that is Johnny that and who, yep. who is and I guess that was it's Ed St- it's Ed Stasium, yeah, Ed Stasium. and uh, uh, Tommy uh, yeah they both Tommy and Ed are playing yep. the, the right. guitar all, they, anything you hear that is not a downstroke power chord is yep. either Ed or Tommy and and uh, Tommy um, he was the original brain ch- he was the guy who he was the first leader of the Ramones and so mm-hmm. that's why those first three records and Road to Ruin have that um, that sound? They're they're what you think of as um, you know they, they the, the Road to Ruin for me is the last of the classic. Like if you stopped after Road to Ruin, it would be you know it's it would be unfortunate, but you would have encapsulated the 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 best of the Ramones to me 
right there. And a lot of people agree with that too. A lot of people say that that it's at least it's the end of the the classic end of the uh, classic period. Right. Yeah. A lot of uh, definitely a lot of people. Although I I mean, I'm definitely of the opinion that they still put out uh, great records after that, and there's some Mm -hmm. really and sometimes overlooked because just about all the records have at least some really good songs. Right. I completely Um, agree. And I think I think Pleasant Dreams is actually a really solid record. Pleasant Dreams is a great album and uh, a too tough. to die, which uh, which Tommy came back and produced that one. It was like a later one, with, right. uh, with not even um, not even Marky on drums, but the other guy Richie on drums. Richie. That's a great album, though, yeah. man. That, that album is it's sounds, almost a metal and it's got record. Great song, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But great. Uh, so yeah, they they. But yeah, this this was the record. Basically, Tommy said if if. We don't get it. If this record is not a hit record, then that's it. Then we're never going to have a hit record. So I'm not sure the chronology, Woody. I don't know if you know the chronology. Had Tommy, did, did they get Mark Bell because Tommy was like, I'm done playing? Or they did yeah, get- yeah, yeah. He, yeah, was, yeah. he was a little burned out, and he also wanted to move more into the production realm. Of right. He just didn't want to tour. Yeah. And Mark Bell is an excellent choice. He's right. rock solid. And Mark left later. He had an alcoholism problem. They got Richie for a while. Um and then Mark came back. But Mark is actually yep. considered the main Ramones drummer. Well, he's the only living Ramon right now. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I, I think on that. I mean, I'll always, Tommy's always, the original Ramones are always mm-hmm. the Ramones. But still, I, I I agree. I'm definitely in agreement with that. That Marky is a true Yeah, Ramon no, I think well. of, oh, I, I do too. Yeah, I think of definitely yeah. of Marky as, um, and, um, you know, he is, yeah, as you say, those guys did not live long, healthy lives at all. Um, well, that's something I'd like to address that I'm curious because Rob being a big Ramones fan as well. When you were a kid, did you buy all the BS that they were brothers and they all liked each other? <laughs> um, I'm a little I'm a little older than you, but uh, so I sort of knew I think I maybe got the humor right off the start uh you know right off the bat that it was kind of like a, a humorous thing that they weren't really all brothers they weren't all ramon so i think I, I was definitely uh tuned into that right from the start so i didn't buy into that but i still i mean i was young enough to still just like really look at them as i looked at bands like uh cheap trick and acdc and these bands that i just sort of you know more than just loved like were kind of almost obsessed with and I'll never forget because the movie Rock and Roll High School came out a little yeah. bit after this came out, and yeah. that was such a big deal yeah. to me. And yeah, because you got to see when, the Ramones in a and their music in a movie, and yes. it was yeah. it was a big deal. Yes, I remember going it to was. see that and thinking, "Wow, this is yeah, right. this is right, something." Right, but it's and really. Truth I mean, be told, it's not a great movie. But oh, the Ramones love, are in it. I mean, it, it's it's a B, it's a solid B movie, and yeah. uh, obviously, it, but it's charming to me. I'll never not love that movie. No, no, no. Because, but I mean, cinematically, it's um, you know. Oh yeah, and the Ramones, a, their performance Roger, in it is hysterical too. With Roger Corman, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a Roger Corman B movie they made, and you know, low budget. It was originally supposed to be a movie called Disco High School. <laughs> No, and, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, they right. originally wanted to get Cheap Trick, which actually would have been kind of awesome. <laughs> True. Yes, I had heard that. And I heard Van Halen, too, was uh Oh, my yeah, God. That would have been wow. probably That would have changed scary. the whole dynamic. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would have been dangerous. Um, <laughs> but Rock and Roll High School, yeah, it's not a great movie, but there's some classic stuff in there. I mean, Joey being unhealthy, being oh, yeah. a gag. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the Rockometer is... Oh, you know, yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's uh, hilarious. The That's Who, awesome. the Stones, the Who, and then the Ramones, and then yeah. the loudest. Um, and, and also, and their live... Uh, gig in there like when they in the club when the and uh, towards the end of the movie when they film it all oh, yeah. them doing a set at that club is just yep. awesome yeah it, it's great and um yeah i remember I, I just remember thinking it's still to me the ramones are the most tra- one of the most tragic maybe aside from uh who's the who's the band that uh two of the guys killed themselves bad singer um, <laughs> maybe, oh, aside from Badfinger, maybe one of the most tragic yeah. stories in rock and roll. Yeah. Because here was a yeah. band, but be- for what reason did they not become uh, just, just at like least a big more, band. at least or at least yeah, at least much bigger than they actually? Yeah, were. not like right. I'm not saying they'd become the Rolling Stones or the Who. But um, why didn't they? Why did they? They get, could have like, become, you know, the same level well, of like the Little River Band, or you know, just a mid-level. But they never really even got to that point. And no, it's very no. frustrating because if you look at something like there's a collection called like Weird Tales of the Ramones. Yeah, yes, I have that. Through, I have that. Yeah, through their whole lineup, it's got like you know, like two, you know, 150 songs on there from all through the career. And you're, yeah. you listen to it, and you go, well. About 125 of these should have been top 10 hits. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you're so catchy. They never, they never got played on the radio. No. They're like now, finally, classic radio will play Blitzkrieg Bop. Right, because it's uh, been on so many fucking be beer commercials. Right. Yeah. That, but, yeah. That, you know, they never got played on the record uh, on the radio. They never really sold any records aside, you know, to their fan base. Well, that was it. I think part of the issue, and they really wanted to be a top 40 hit band. Right. They really did. Yeah. But when you, and I always joke about this with my wife, I'm like, you know, I, I'll listen to Ramones. I go, God, why wasn't this a hit? And I go, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's called the KKK. Took my, took ba- my baby away. Oh. Right. They're not playing that on the radio. Yeah. You know? Well, that's Bona, the thing. As dumb, as dumb as everyone thinks, the, the not everyone, but people think they are the music is, there's... Just, oh, I think yeah. they're just too no, no. smart, too clever very, for people. Very, and there's, yes. And if you look, there's a review in Rolling Stone by Charles Young uh, for Road to Room when it came out in uh, 1978. Uh, and it's awesome because he basically says in a review that he's tired of championing these bands and then people for people who are too stupid to appreciate them. <laughs> and he said this was the last time yeah. he was going to tell people that yeah. a record's great. And if they we're still too stupid to buy Road to Ruin. He yeah. said he was going to stop telling them the truth. And it's it's a great review. Of course, he you know reviews it, and he, and he says, this is them trying to you know have a hit. And then at the end, <laughs> the last part of the review, it says, P.S., to genuinely dumb people. The first few paragraphs in this review are ironic. So don't send me oh, a yeah, bag full mail. of misspelled hate letters <laughs> telling me you aren't dumb yeah. because you are. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Ramones, though. It's like if you look at their songs, they have a song called "Now I Want to Sniff Some Glue." True. They're not playing that on the radio. No. And a I lot mean, of the and that that's the problem is with pop radio or rock radio. If you even have one song like that on an album, it can be a disqualifier for right, being anything. Me, off guy, the, Eric Clapton had a song called "Cocaine." Yeah, but it. You know the thing is. Everybody in the record industry was doing cocaine. They didn't even realize there was anything wrong with it. So, plus it was so cocaine, just not sniffing glue. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, yeah, no. Actually, I think that's because Clapton was cool, man. And then these guys from Queens talking about sniffing glue. Or you know, uh, like I, I shock therapy. Don't, I, I or don't get it because for me, nothing chainsaw was in the basement. Um, you know, fifty <laughs> third and third. You know, uh, yeah. Dee turning tricks. Yep. Yep. Um, well, it's like the Velvet Underground. It's like the Velvet Underground sang about weird subjects that right. people weren't supposed to sing about in songs. And I think that's, that's a lot right. of the reason why they didn't get played on the radio. Yeah. Because in the same thing with the Ramones, they sing about weird. Bizarre true, stuff. It's true. humorous, right, right? Right. But I bet it freaked out a lot of you know station managers. Are like, yeah, I'm they would yeah. playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? And what they would this? also you take a look at the band, and they don't you know they're wearing leather jackets. They're they got they all you know they look um, menacing, and even though it's in a very cartoonish way to us now, um, right, we forget right. the kind of the kind of things that drive. If even you know pop radio or FM rock radio were um, very much a conformist, you know, this has got to fit in with our uh, cheap yeah, trick. Cheap trick was like a wild card, man, because they had that mm-hmm. crazy looking guy that wore those sweaters and played, you know, wore the cap. So that was like a big right. deal when they broke through, or the cards yeah, yeah. where it was like new wave. But you know, the Ramones, and I think you're right, the Ramones, they're actually, it's the same. Thing the Stooges have it's dumb, s- smart, dumb. Like mm-hmm. like you, um, they're way more clever. They're playing characters that are way dumber than they actually are. They're actually very very smart guys putting this thing yeah. together. And great and and great songwriters too. Didi uh, uh, Ramon, man, such. I mean, this guy pulled great songs out of his ass. Like, yeah, unbelievable. Over and that's, and, and he wrote and Didi wrote, exactly. wrote a lot of the. The well-known classics, right? Is am I? Yeah, yes. yeah, he did. And even on the later records, he doesn't play on. He still wrote great songs. He did. Yeah, they guys, they uh, a Poison Heart, like one one of the oh, yeah. last albums, great a great song. song. And they bought yeah, because they still so should we because, should we tell everybody all the Ramones names, like who their natural <laughs> names are? You know, I didn't write them. Well, sure. Come on. Yeah, uh, we so, uh, uh, Joey is really uh, a Jeffrey Hyman. Jeffrey Hyman, <laughs> and uh, Didi Ramon was. Um, Douglas Colvin, Douglas Colvin, uh, Tommy Johnny, Tom, was, Tommy, Tom, Thomas Erdely, I think, or Erdely, or, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Erdely. Yeah. I think I think it's Erdely, and uh, yeah, and uh, Johnny was um, uh, Cummings. Last name John Cummings. John Cummings, right? John Cummings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and he was the um, uh, so Johnny, as of course everyone know, he was the. Uh, a dictator of the band. He was the, after. Well, after Tommy left, yes, Johnny took over. In a way, he took over. But also, I mean, in reading about uh, actually, and also in reading about the see the uh, the thing about Johnny is Johnny would the way their first three records were, they could have continued just making records exactly like that, and Johnny would have been fine. Right. With it. He right. wasn't interested no. in trying to, but but to his credit, though, he went along with it because he also just desperately wanted to have 
you know, get to that, make it to that next level, make That's, it to yeah. that getting played on the radio. Yeah. So it's, I was reading uh, about the recording and uh, Ed State. So Ed Stacey said all the solos and extra guitar parts were him and Tommy. And w- what he would do though, he said Johnny would come in and say either I like it or I don't like it. And if he said he didn't <laughs> like it, they take it, take off. it off. But obviously he, he said yeah. I like it to a lot of stuff because there's yeah. so much cool stuff on this. Right. That, you know, and, and and almost every song, um, uh, Woody, I think you could agree. They could have played it stripped down like the first few records, and they'd still be great. So uh, the fact well, there's an interesting thing on the 40th anniversary of this album, there's stripped down versions of yeah. all of these songs without yeah. the guitar solos and extras. Yeah, and it's interesting. They kind of miss it. I, I I think they could have played well, it straight, but to, some of these songs. Yeah, you're used yeah. to hearing it. I think it's because yeah. we're yeah. used to it. But yeah. still, I I still enjoy. You know, a great song is a great song. So. Uh, and also, um, we should mention to anyone who's listening to this, if you have not seen the Ramones documentary, um, oh, End, End of the Century, century yeah, yeah. it's worth seeing. I'm going to say, get a couple of drinks in you before you start, <laughs> because it's, it's, dark. A dark, it's a dark fairy tale. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah. get a, 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 you realize that uh, you know, these guys were really serious about what they were doing. And that's something that gets lost. The right. they're yeah. like, taken as a joke, and I think maybe that's another part of their problem of being was that they were it was seen as just sort of a funny like oh it's a joke, but they did not see it that way, and of course their fans I did not see it that way. But and it's not, and it's not a joke too. The thing that gets me is well now obviously it's like people argue were they the first punk band? Maybe maybe not. You know who knows? Mm-hmm. But you can't argue that that punk not just punk music but rock music in general would not be the same Never. without them because oh, think of yeah. all the bands that became huge like uh, green day and rancid and all these bands that, they were you know, they, they were pioneers the absolutely yeah. they were 100 percent pioneers of this sound and also if you look at it when they toured england basically all the punk bands that came out of england went to see the ramones yes 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 it was like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Exactly. Yeah, and um, there's video, there's footage of those shows, and people are just losing losing their minds. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a shame they got treated. They eventually got treated better in like oh, Europe yeah. and in uh, South America than they did in the United oh, States. Oh yeah. Uh, and 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 you know and just thought of in a higher regard. All yeah. right, let's let's get into this record already. Let's uh, let's get into the first song, which I, I one of the one of my favorite scenes in Rockmore High School is the first <laughs> time you see the Ramones when they come when when yeah. you know, the two girls are talking. They go, well, which one do you like? And she says, well, <laughs> I, I think Joey's kind of cute. And then they come in. So let's listen to. I just want to have something to do. <laughs>
such yeah. a great great opener and uh, okay I can tell you what the disqualifier from that being a huge hit on Ro- FM Rock Radio is nobody knows he's too clever nobody out knows at that time what Chicken Bendaloo was because <laughs> okay do you know where that's from really it's he mentions it on the live album It's Alive um, after after eating all that chicken, chicken vindaloo, vindaloo. <laughs> I want to be well. Before they play, I want to be well. Right. But apparently the Ramones, when they played overseas, they just ate at McDonald's. They didn't oh eat weird food. You know, they didn't try the food of the culture. <laughs> of course. Not. And apparently, yeah, Joey tried some chicken vindaloo. <laughs> really well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Joey. Also, we should know. You know, note that Joey had some. He was, I think, OCD, seriously. Oh, crazy OCD, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. We wouldn't, he didn't like stairs. There was, he would had all these, you know, sort of obsessive compulsive disorder And also issues. he had asthma, he had asthma, yeah. he, had, he had sinus condition. He was like the unhealthy, the classic pale, unhealthy boy. Yeah. They, um, you know, they and he's one, of, he's one of your people, and, you know. isn't he, Rob? Isn't, am I, yes, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Member of the yeah. tribe. Come on, tribe Jeffrey Hyman. Um, but how, so... So he wrote, Joey wrote, uh, this is a Joey one. And, and how just genius is it to rhyme Second Avenue with Chicken Vindaloo? Vindaloo. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. Who does that? But it's the opening track on your the album you want to break out on. And then yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you throw yeah. in something that people listen to and they, they go, you know, I don't know what Chicken Vindaloo is. That sounds weird. I'm an, I don't like this. You know, I mean, that's unfortunate, especially in 1978. Come on. Yep. You know. That yep. was uh, you guys remember? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Every time Van Halen, was, Van Halen was doing uh, "Running with the Devil." Running with the devil. No, not, not that there's anything wrong there. with that, but yeah. No, but still, but that's more. <laughs> they didn't you say grab, they didn't say "Chicken Vindaloo" on, on their exactly, record. Yeah, yeah. Gene, Gene Simmons said you can't say that on the record. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was. I want to go back to what Rob said about Rock and Roll High School. They come in, they drive in on a car, and yeah. it's like it's a you know it's a convertible. And they get out and they're playing and they sound like a full band. They have no instruments, no. but besides that, there were yeah, no yeah. amps. And they're waiting in line to get tickets. And it, I just remember that scene because it's PJ Souls and whatever this other girl are fighting for tickets. Yeah. And there's two punk rock chicks that are kind of like <laughs> slam dancing <laughs> oh, in yeah. the line waiting for them. <laughs> yeah. It's just you know yeah. the '70s punk rock chicks that you yeah. see in, in the movies. Oh you know, sure, yeah. This is great. Yeah. I love that song. That's an awesome opening. Uh. So good, and they add right here in the two ni- in the chorus parts. They add a little swells, well, a little that's, guitar that's where that, right, which you know is not Johnny to, either. That's where they yeah. right, and they just and it's a little feedback swell that just comes. Yeah, and it just gives it a little more drama, a little metalish. Yeah, yeah, drama. That's what it. But it's that's great, what it adds. But it's yeah, great. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so now we go. What, did, uh, what does Joey want? Wants everything. Oh, he Joey wants, every, wants yeah. everything. <laughs> this is a more traditional. Let's Something do it. to do or everything. He wants. Well, there's a I lot of. Yeah, want. yeah. <laughs> I was telling Susan, I like the Joey songs, or maybe Dee Dee wrote them. I don't know. I is I don't want. I like the I don't want songs. Those are my yep. favorite ones. So, um, <laughs> or I'm against it. There's a whole I'm bunch against of them on it. This <laughs> yeah. Here we All go. Right, let's listen to I wanted everything.
mission statement from yeah. them about wanting to finally you know, uh, yeah. break through. Yeah, exactly. I wanted everything. I love the absurdist. I love the, there's a line in there. There's, 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 there's no success for me involved in a robbery. There's <laughs> money, there's money in the supermarket and I'm going after it. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but doesn't Joey sound good on this record? He like does. his vocals took a yeah. leap from the third he, record. To they this definitely one? did. And he definitely came. Yeah. Because he, I mean, I, he's uh, one of my favorite singers and and it's not just like he became, you're right. Uh, Woody, because he, I mean, he started out, he still, he had that, you know, he, he had that, he has that quality in his voice, that little, you know, that deeper quality, but he definitely grew as a singer a lot and just was so good phrasing with his phrasing. And, uh, and, yeah. and uh, just like, yeah, perfect well i think you guys have brought up this in the podcast before that some of my favorite singers like you guys aren't traditionally good singers yeah well, but they have a lot of character and personality yeah and he brings it joey brings it you know right he, yep. he um and he actually was in a band before the he was in a glam rock band um oh, yeah right, before right. The, the the ramones so it wasn't his first outing as a um well he was the Although originally he was playing drums, he was a drummer for the Ramones. But Didi couldn't play bass and sing at the same time. (laughs) He'd have to stop. Yeah, right. (laughs) If you watch, if you watch live footage of Didi where he has to sing the background vocals, you can tell it's like he's yeah, yeah, (laughs) training every bit of his yeah. What's going on, right? And another thing we should mention, which is a a well-known fact. Uh, is that Didi was a, a junkie from soup to nuts from yep. the time he was started in the Ramones until the time he left the Ramones, he was a heroin addict. Um, all through his illustrious rap career. Yes. Uh, yep. He was. was but he, his is a real tragic story. Actually, it he's is. got his autobiography. I definitely recommend reading, but it is not yeah. an easy read. It's very, he's very honest in it and everything, but just this poor kid was definitely a troubled, what yeah. a troubled life. And, and, uh, under, underneath it all, he had, obviously he had mental issues that could yeah. have been dealt with much better than, you know, than obviously they were. Yeah. yeah the, the forest kills, you know, they all, they all came from, Queens and um, you know yeah and then his family his he was sort of like an army brat so he would spend time in Germany around, yeah, which, dragged yeah, all yeah. over the place all right so let's get into the first single of the record uh, which you wouldn't you now you would say that um, I want to be uh, to David would be the obvious oh, single, yeah. but no actually they thought they were afraid it was it was too weird for radio so this <laughs> this was the one that they thought was going to be the radio hit uh, and it was not but let's listen to don't come close I just need to mention in advance this is w- the first of two songs in a row that have the word don't in the title so <laughs> yes. all right off we go You don't come close 
what exactly does Johnny play on that song? I'm oh, trying to probably think. not. No, I don't probably. think he plays. I don't think yeah. he plays on that one. I think yeah, because there's a solo in there too that I'm sure he didn't play. And there's and, and Barry, no. is that bass where there's like yeah, that's um, not Dee Dee either. Yeah, no. yeah, there's like a hook that comes yeah. around like a turnaround. This around. is very much Joey plus Joey and Marky and you know Tommy and Ed. I would say put this yeah. together and maybe even somebody else because there's all this was obviously crafted, but from a Ramones historical perspective this is basically a rewrite of sweet sweet little ramona um so uh they you do find tropes or or themes that reappear uh throughout and there's another song on this record where i there's a direct link to an older song um you know they had their they had their things that they did and they they um did do them multiple times um and they were also self-referential here and there. They would even, uh, yeah, you know, have exactly. songs about oh, yeah, their yeah, own yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The return of uh, Jackie and Judy. And, uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, sure. right. Yes. For sure. Um, yep. All right, so, yeah, the, the lyrics are a little, I think, sophisticated for by Ramon's standard. Yeah. Uh, you bring out your souvenirs, soak them wet with your tears. Yeah. You lose your imagination out of more aggravation. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's some good words going on there. But, yeah, yeah not, not Johnny playing on this one. No. All right. <laughs> And I think these guys are actually really good at kind of corny power pop. Right. Oh yeah. Like oh totally. I think they're actually really good yeah, yeah. at it. If if they didn't look the way they did if if people hadn't seen them, if people couldn't see what they looked like, it would be a whole different ball game, I think. I think that their visual aspect, which was appealing to a certain audience, um, was probably repulsive. Turned uh, as many people off, off yeah, as I'm it sure. did. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, they weren't. There was no uh, David Lee Roth in this band at all. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> all right, so now we get another classic uh, yeah. Ramon. We're like a classic Ramones rocker with yeah. some really great drumming by Marky. Let's yeah. hear it. I don't want this is a, it. My, my, another I, don't song. Uh, my favorite song on the record, I'll say. This is the one that, this is the one uh, for me. The nihilistic, right. you know, a nihilistic <laughs> right. don't song. of little sweet uh, underpinnings in there where you could the guitars are, are, are coming in and coming out um, over the top of whatever Johnny's doing that just give it up you know a real punch. yeah that ringing they do that ringing guitar yeah, that yeah, comes yeah. in the sides yeah yeah it's but great. I think I mean Joey says I don't care in other Ramon songs as well I was trying to think through oh, well, there's which, a song called I don't, I don't care, care. Yeah. right right so um, the nihilism um, is uh, is uh, appealing yeah. to me in their records. There's a meme. There's a meme somewhere. I forget. It's a spreadsheet that shows everything the Ramones don't want to do and what they want to <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, I just want to have something to do. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> it's interesting to me that this. I don't want to walk around with you. Um, you know. Yes. There's. Oh yeah. Um, now I want to be a good boy. So simple, right? <laughs> Yes. yes, this yeah, is yeah. this is classic Ramones because of the simplicity and the catchiness of the arrangement and the push and the pull of it. The pulse yeah, yeah, of yeah. it is just fantastic. It's a great. And it's song. and the thing is, it sounds simple and easy, but you know, you write a you song like it. that because right. it's, no. yeah, because it's not. I mean, to make it, yeah, you could do it, but they to strip actually strip it, it down, catchy. man. They yeah, strip yeah, it yeah. down. There's no, there's no fat. There's no fat on Ramones songs. They just. Are. And right. it got so in live performance, Joey was somewhat obsessed with how quickly they could do the set. Like yes. the faster yes. they could do the set. <laughs> and, and they I got crazy. I don't know if he it was because he didn't like being on stage or he hated well, Johnny. Didi, it's sad. In Didi's book, he mentions specifically that he was glad when they would do um, Pinhead, he was only happy because he knew they only had like one or two more songs and they'd be done. That was right. the only reason he was happy playing yeah. that. And it's just like so, it's just so sad that he was so miserable. But, um, yeah. well, you, know, you know, they were, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's, speaking of pop, uh, beautiful, uh, pop prettiness, they decided to do a cover of the searchers needles and pins which i don't know some people don't like it i, I, I let's just do a little bit of their and version isn't there of a, needles and pins isn't there a sunny bono connection with this as well he, he wrote he wrote it, it. Ah, he wrote, he wrote there it. we go <laughs> yeah he wrote there it um but it's a pretty straight ahead cover of it let's listen to a little bit of needles and pins about this you know, band. a punk the, a classic punk band covering this what would they do uh, they would yeah. heavy, yep. make it heavier and they go yeah, yep. they'd make it a punk song but it's like no it's just Joey's delivery you could tell Joey loves this song yeah. and is really trying to sell it yeah. and deliver it well, and Joey he, and was a does. Joey was a well-rounded music fan and he yeah, loved yeah, you yeah. know he liked apparently his this is a uh, I've read this in a couple of places um his favorite group was Slade. His favorite yes. band was Slade. Yes. And if you were, right, if right. you went to Joey's hangout with Joey, he was going to put on Slade records and play Slade right. records. That was one of the things he was going to do. So, um, yeah, a huge glam rock fan, obviously. One of the things I think with needles and pins and questioningly and um, you know, don't come close is they make the rocking songs sound more rocking. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a, 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 a there's a ebb and a flow to the record which you know rocket to russia is an incredible record but it's it pretty much beats you over the head from soup all the way through you know california sun is kind of a break because there's like a it's a little more poppy and a little more um Mm -hmm. you know there's a yeah yeah 
And there's and and uh, you were you you mentioned Woody the uh, the 40th anniversary that Rhino put out. There's a whole live uh, set at the Palladium yeah, yes. on uh, 79 yep. New. And they play a lot of even they play like needles and pins on there, and it's great. Yes. And it's like Johnny just sort of powering through it, but it sounds still sounds great. And they do a lot of the uh, the songs on this that they sort of you know do without all the sweeteners and everything, but it's still it's great. It, it's just it's a really great. And I never I was so excited when I heard that, and it's really great. Hearing them, you know, when they came back to New York and they're playing the New Year's Eve at the Palladium, and uh, it's, it's really great. So before yeah, we were, neat, go ahead. I was gonna say it's a neat version of Needles and Pins live because I, three thing. I'm like, oh, I didn't know they played this live, but it's it's a little different. I mean, exactly same thing. Yeah, it's it's not exactly punked out, but it's a little more aggressive than the one on the record. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, they still do the same arrangement and everything, but yeah. obviously it's not those ringing sweet. You know, no, jo- it's Johnny, Johnny didn't have a a. <laughs> A tweed, a Fender tweed amp that he switched, that he channel switched no. to from the Marshall. It's down, downstrokes, <laughs> downstrokes only, right? Yeah. Uh, but so it's did, great. did uh, you guys? I, I never got to see the Ramones live. Did you? Either one of you guys get oh, to see them live? Please, I've seen them like six or seven times. Yeah. Damn, Rock got me beat. I've only seen them five times. Wow. And by and the I've way, seen them in, in all different uh, yeah. iterations too. Yeah. yeah, and every time I saw them, no matter what year they were in, no matter if they were on a weaker record, every time they were one of the tightest, most oh just yeah, absolutely amazing live bands you'll ever see. Yep. Well, well, real quick before we go to the break, we're going to take a break, but just real quick, um, Marky, I finally, I, I, I didn't, I never got to open for Ramones in the band, but I got to play with Marky's. Uh, That's right. Marky's Blitzkrieg, a couple years ago, he came down and, and uh, the band I was in at the time, Shark Voices, we opened up, and he had these young guys, uh, you know, guitar bass, and this singer uh, from uh, Germany that was just just great he looked he was tall and skinny he, he had the look but he sounded great he did they did a great job but it was just marky was unbelievable they played like 35 songs and probably yeah. like a little over an hour yeah. and i swear to god uh woody they did not take he, they did not take no. one break no. from the beginning to end i mean maybe he he took a sip of water in between two songs maybe and he just plowed through that whole thing and yeah it was amazing and one, one of my favorite things from that they, I, they were really great it was fun and then afterwards i saw the singer and i'm and i said hey man you did really great i really enjoyed it and then maki said don't bother he he doesn't speak any English. <laughs> <laughs> the guy spoke no English, German yeah. guy, but he sang all the songs perfectly word for word. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Bell is a machine. He is truly he is. one of the most amazing drummers and does not get enough love no. from people. And he was yeah. in who? Uh, Richard Hell and yeah. the Voidoids. Yeah, was, yeah, and he uh, also yeah, played in a band called Dust that put out an album. Uh, heavy really metal great. record, yeah, pretty great. Yeah, yeah. almost like prog, proggy metal. Yeah, yeah. Kind of exactly. Metals. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's take a little break. Uh, let's re. Uh, what, what are you, what are you drinking? drinking tonight? What's your drink of choice, Woody? I can't drink alcohol because of my stomach issues, oh, so I am sipping on. So uh, well, it was nice having tea. you on the show. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you'll see me being teetotal. I, I just okay. That's fine. Time. That's fine. That's probably why you sound more coherent than me or Barry. Yeah, yeah could be. I'm doing bourbon. I'm doing straight bourbon. Oh yeah, I've got bourbon. <laughs> Vodka and orange juice in a, in a coffee cup. So oh, there you go. yeah, all right. So I, and I'm, I'm, I need to go uh, pour some more. It, that's exactly right. So we'll <laughs> be back. All right, we'll be back. All 
Is This Tomorrow, the sole commercial sponsor of that record Got Me High podcast, is a weekly webcomic, featuring heart-hitting interviews with professionally drawn characters, that mimic, sometimes painfully, the absurd personalities ejaculating distorted mental slime, on a traumatized, gullible and chemically impaired populace. Is This Tomorrow has an increasingly difficult time hyperbolizing the statements belched from asinine faces, presented at 30 frames per second, in 4K resolution, high-definition color. It's a tough job, and they have so far managed to restrain their impulse, to abandon comedy entirely, and to merely post helpful hints about the inexpensive disposal of human remains, using only the tools available in the abandoned hardware store, with the tumbleweeds rolling down the street, and the hot, dusty wind, and the ribs of the skinny, starving dog staring from the corner, and, that was just a dream, sorry, it's hard, you know, the dreams get more and more lifelike, and harder to distinguish from, Is This Tomorrow, a weekly webcomic, is available at, Is This Tomorrow, dot, com, Is This Tomorrow, dot, com, Is This Tomorrow, dot, com. I guess I will come back and plug that thing. Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. All right, we are back. This is that record got me high. That is very stuck. Where am I? Yeah, this is Rob Alba. <laughs> That's Rob Alba. Hey, no, it's very. Uh... <laughs> and I thought I was dreaming. Guess. I was having one of those weird dreams. <laughs> I keep hoping that I'm dreaming that I'm going to wake up mm. from this nightmare, but it hasn't happened yet. Not so far. Uh, we're here with our good friend Woody Compton. Uh, we're talking about the Ramones. Woody r- reminded me, thankful that this is this episode is coming out Saturday. So if you're listening to this when it comes out Saturday, May thirtieth, uh, I'm doing a, like a live oh, yeah. streaming show uh, May thirtieth, Saturday, May thirtieth at five p.m. Eastern time. It's uh, it's Ellen Berman's um, Corona Classic concerts. So uh, it's like a concert series, and I'm playing. Uh, so if you want to tune in and and see me sing some some songs that I wrote, and uh, hopefully not embarrass myself too bad, uh, because I don't want to I don't want to soil the that record got me high name, you know. Uh, <laughs> but if you go to fa- yeah. Facebook, if that hasn't <laughs> happened yet, I don't know exactly. So it's what you could do to make that you know. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash Corona Classic Concerts. Uh, or if you find me on Facebook, Rob Elba, I'll, I'll, I'll share it and you'll find it somehow. Just search Corona Classic Concerts and uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Saturday, that will be me. So we're back. We're talking about Road to Ruin. And we get another a negative song. But but this is this is a funny one because this one, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a joke. they're poking fun at the whole nihilistic, I hate everything, punk ethos. Yes. Which maybe not everyone gets, right? But we all do because we're intelligent people. So let's listen to I'm Against It. Well, I'm against it. I'm against it. I'm against it. 
Yeah, yeah, I think he likes most of it. Well, you know, by the way, you know the lyrics are satirical because he says, I don't like Burger King. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what he was know. eating all through Europe. When yeah, Burger and they King, also yeah. made Burger King's in another song. And, I love Rousseau yeah. from uh, Leap Home. Uh, Burger yep. King's in there. And, and yeah, I think Burger King was their burger place. And it makes sense because Burger King's like the, the underdog burger place. Right. You know, the forever second place franchise. So that kind of makes sense. I should mention that my King. son, Henry Stock, had a negative experience eating at the Burger King on um, Hollywood Boulevard yeah. here in Hollywood. And he... If you want to hear my son express disdain and hatred in a way that he almost never does about anything else, mention the, the meal at Burger King that he paid for and was disappointed in. And uh, so, so, what you're what you're saying, if 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 Henry sang this song when he said, "I don't like Burger King," it would be really, be being yeah, no, he really, he has. <laughs> Susan has said that um, if you ever see her about anything, he's <laughs> sort of terrorism or vandalism happening at a Burger King said subject you know you know well you know I hate to tell you but that happens you know you you pay your money you take your chances uh, we've tried to we've tried to have that sort of conversation but he he definitely (laughs) felt personally wronged by the badness of the food at Burger King well, uh, well, poor Henry. I guess there won't be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah they're right, a so South we, Florida. They're a. Hey, you know what? They, they're a South Florida company, but yeah, something true. tells me we're not on the list. Probably not, especially after not after no, this episode. Um, no. All right, so we flipped the record. So, Woody, did you have this on vinyl? Did you have the Ramon stuff on oh, vinyl? I, that's you never asked how I ended up with this record. That's usually how we you know okay. start. Woody, how did you end up with this record? My dad had it. Oh, <gasps> really? Yeah, he's had almost every cool record except he didn't like Kiss. But besides that, mm-hmm. like first television record, my dad, first Maroons, Ramones, really? my dad, first Sabbath record, my dad. Wait a second. Wow. How old? Yeah. How much older is your dad than you? Is he not that much older than you? Well, my dad's not with us anymore, but oh. he was. He had me late twenties is when they had me, but my dad was a humanities professor and kept up with current music. The first oh. industrial music I heard. He had the first Neubauten record I ever heard. He had I, I had his Sabbath record. He had the first Slayer record I ever heard. Wow. I mean, that, what's that like? That must be weird to have a parent that's into, that, into cool music that you could... Like, I, I never know what that's like. Yeah, your kids yeah, do. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Your yeah, kids do, right. though, Rob, yeah. and so do our that's kids. That's true. I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, the reason I probably picked up this album is I saw the cartoon on the cover. It was like, no, this is uh, like fun. Right, that's there you go. what we yeah. need. To, that's what we need to discuss because, as an artist yourself, what do you what do you think of this cover? Well, I don't think they got what's the guy's name Holstrom. What's his, what's his All right, John, yeah, but it, but actually, John Holstrom fixed it up. But it, the cover art was originally a sketch by this guy uh, Gus McDonald, mm-hmm. who was just a fan from Scotland. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Um, like, it's not a great drawing or anything. But it kind of has that cool, goofy punk ethos mixed yes. with the fact that the Ramones were also kind of caricatures. Like I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen the the video for they did for the Spider-Man theme song. Yes, 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 yes. They look like cartoon characters, and it's like they're perfect for that because they yeah. all wear blue jeans, they all wear the kids, they all wear the leather jacket. So I think that's what appealed to me. I saw this and I was like, wow, this is like a living comic book. And that or may something. that may you know? be something that's not well understood that so when mark bell joined the ramones he gets a ramones name yep and, and a jacket <laughs> and he has to wear the ramones uniform it's a yep. uniform like johnny was yep. johnny was 
you know, I think we've mentioned it before. Johnny was not a nice guy. In, yeah. in, that's, um, and you don't have to go far to find that opinion being restated. But I think he was very um, adamant about the attire and the way they looked. And, yeah, know. even as far as the haircut, they had to have a certain haircut. Like Didi, at some yeah. point, Didi wanted to to like change his hair, and, and Johnny was like, "No, you can't do that. That's your, your that bowl cut is your thing." That's the thing. And they were Ramon's haircut. So uh, uh, CJ replaced Didi. They, you know, he had short hair because he was in the Marines, and they're like, "Dude, you gotta you gotta grow the hair out." Yep. There's a great article um, involving the auditions to being a Ramones. I don't know exactly. I read oh, it a couple yeah, years ago. That guy who, how what, I auditioned what, to be a Ramones bass did, player, yeah, yeah, and he talked about, article. you know, there was oh, this he was, line he was exhausted of guys after like two songs, yep. though, right? There was yeah. a there's a line of guys, and he said they auditioned all these guys, and then they got this guy um, CJ, who they knew from. I, it was somewhere there was you know they just he wasn't anybody that they auditioned. He was per- but he was perfect for them. Actually, he he really did a great job, and he was perfect. Uh, you know, you know. Here's a piece of trivia. You know that Clem Burke from Blondie was in the Ramones for like two for, gigs. Yes. Really? And what did they? What was his name? He had a Elvis name. Elvis Ramone. Elvis Ramone. That's it. <laughs> now, right. here's the interesting thing. He couldn't pl- make it in the Ramones because he couldn't play fast enough. Yeah. 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 Now, he's a, and Clem Burke is a great drummer. Oh yeah, no, yes. he's a fantastic and, drummer. And some of the stuff on some of the Blondie records is really fast. Yeah, but so, it's but the but the thing about the yeah, thing about what Mark fast. Marky and Tommy did was there's a very fast hi hat beat yes. that you have to do a oh, lot. Watch, when you watch Mark's Marky's hand, his his right hand, it's it's like amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. Got to keep up with um, Johnny's Johnny's downstrokes. Yes. So second side of the record, funny enough, is one of the slower songs on the record. Uh, oh I yeah, but let's get sedated. But, so, yeah, that, yeah, let's listen to "I Want to Be Sedated." From the get-go, you know, when you listen to it now, because yeah, because and it's been <laughs> since it's been it's been in a ton of movies and a yep. ton of TV shows since you know, but at the time, you know, nothing. Well, and, when, the first time I saw the Ramones in something that was legit um, mainstream was when there was a Budweiser beer commercial. 
that had Blitzkrieg Bop in it. And there was a beer, right. yep. two beer trucks drag racing in the desert or something oh, yeah. along those lines. And I was like, oh. And it was during that period where you heard of, like, where Nick Drake's Pink Moon was in a commercial and yeah, where yeah, yeah. Um, the Minutemen's... Um, um, the the love dance song off of Double Nickels was in a commercial. There was a certain period where some. Well, well finally, and, these ad agency guys were like old. They the were right age, that time, right? They, yeah, yeah right. they were the age where it was like, <clears throat> oh, let's put that in there, and then after that, of course, and then Iggy's, of course, the huge one was was Lust for Life in the. Um, yep. In the uh, 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 Carnival Norwegian, Cruise. The cruise. Oh, the cruises. Yeah. yeah, one of the cruises. <laughs> cruise right. line so this song, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a fiend about uh, song structure. Yeah. This song, this is another one. It, it this, it, it opens up with the chorus. Basically, 24 is the chorus of the song. But it could be argued that there are no verses in this. No, song there's no it's verses. Basically, yeah. a chorus it's, and a bridge. Yep. That's and that's it. it. Yep. <laughs> And and the guitar solo is that more than one note, Barry? No, no, it's no. One it's note, a, it's right? a, it's yeah. the um, it's the Cinnamon Girl guitar solo, which <laughs> um, okay, yeah. you know, if you uh, Neil Young Cinnamon Girl has that one note guitar solo, which people certain bro guitar players will complain about, and I'm like, yeah, no. You have you have nothing. There's yeah yeah you have exactly. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and so it's great. But obviously, it's Tommy or 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 um or um. That's too much Ed for Johnny Stasium. to play. Well, I, he just did. I, Johnny played <laughs> chords. I mean, John, if you if you watch him live, Johnny although, plays chords. Yeah. Although no, but if you listen, to, it is on the Palladium one. They do play that, and if you listen to that live Palladium, he does a couple. He does some bends, some string bending stuff. He does a little. He does a little during uh, Chinese rock. They play Chinese rock on there, and he does that. Mm. He does the string bending. So he okay. does a little of that. Very right. little. Though. It's definitely, uh, you know, the the great line I love that I read in an interview about Johnny. They said, "Why did you never like expand your guitar playing?" He said, "Because I never really thought we would get that big." And yeah, like, he was such a <laughs> yeah. jerk. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted a jerk, a, a, like a, the jerk answer to any question, oh, you should ask. You'd ask Johnny, and if you watch that documentary, you'd be like, "Wow!" Yeah. yeah. Well, I just saw the I just saw the uh, Michael Jordan thing, the last answer. I heard it. Amazing. Yeah, I, I heard that was the same thing, right? He's like the he's like the Michael J- Jordan of the the Ramones. Yeah. yeah. You wanted to hear the sh- like the oh that was a sh- that was a sh- that was a shitty answer. Oh my god! Ask Michael right. Jordan. So now we get another. Uh, now we get an, in a long line of Ramon's song addressing m- mental, mental illness. Mental illness. Yes. <laughs> a common theme. Oh yes, yeah, big time. Go mental. we 
Real Mental is um, a reworking of Commando off of Lee yes. Palm. Yes. Oh. Very much yeah. Commando. Yeah. Very much a command. The, the, the main riff uh, yeah. is Commando. Um, and then it's got a little one note guitar solo bit in there as well. I yeah. guess that anything that didn't have one note in it, Johnny was like, I don't like that. So, you know. <laughs> There's a, there's too many notes. He's like the guy yeah. from Amadeus. Too many notes. Yeah. There's a line in this song I like. It says, staring at my goldfish bowl, <laughs> popping Fina Barb and all. Yeah. What a great line. That harkens back to We're a Happy Family. Sitting yeah. in Queens, yeah. eating fried beans, wearing all the magazines, gulping down Thorazines. Yeah. They know too much about this subject. The fact that they picked up Fina Barbadol and Brian yeah. yep. song, they're they're close to this subject. I would think. Yeah. Well, what I, what I what I love about this. Well, and you're not one to throw stones, Woody. Considering no, your not, employment no. history, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, when I heard this, you know, later, you know, thinking like, oh yeah, they know their stuff. Right. They know what which well, drug d- drug does what. Yes. <laughs> well, he opens it he opens it up right away out of the hospital out against my will. So it's yes. like why is he yes. get why out, is of he out here. against his will? Uh, yes. you know, you would think he'd want to get out of the hospital, but uh, No. Lester Bang Lester Bangs once said that that the gen- one of the genius of the Ramones was their concept of being bad to be good. Because yes. uh, like the song, now I want to be a good boy. I don't want to yep. be bad. Now I want to run away from home. Now yeah. I want to be on. So it's like you want to run away from home, but you want to be a good boy. So it's yeah. like that's sort of like the genius of them. It's like sort of these uh, a juxtap- these weird juxtapositions. Yes. Um, all right. Now we get to uh, this. This for me, this is my favorite song on this it's record. Good, it's a good song. It's yeah. a really good ballad. It really is. <sighs> it is. Let's listen to the beautiful Questioningly. There's that word, don't. I don't love you. <laughs> Memories anymore. make us cry. There's a, there's a scene in Rock and Roll High School where uh, Rip Randall's in the car with her friend and she calls into a radio station because they said, if you name the song, you'll get tickets, win Ramones tickets. And the song is this, Questioningly. Yeah. And I'm thinking, in a perfect world, that's, that you know Questioningly right. was probably never played on no. the radio, but in a perfect no. world, it would have been. But, you know, thinking about it, this is a song... That would have been a hit, but not at that time. Maybe earlier, like in the fifties. Well, the 50s, also, you know? it's got a um, the guitars. Those guitars at the beginning, those solo guitars. That, that's a George Harrison 
basically yes. they're yes. they're yes. doing yes. a George yes. Harrison thing. Yeah. So it's very much a it's very much a pop song. The problem oh, is so much how they look and how they you know, and it's a little yes. bit of a throwback. It would be. Right. It doesn't have that. Uh, you know, it's probably too earnest. Dee Dee, and it's funny. I think I believe this is a Dee Dee song, but I do. I doubt that is him playing bass on on this. Oh no, uh, it's just not his beat. And you know, it's funny. The the next record, End of Century, which I which I love and I think is a great record. But Dee Dee swore until his uh, till his death that he didn't play one note on. Oh on really? End of the Century. That, yeah, that, yeah. That it's uh, uh, yeah, somebody else play was like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> never mind the bollocks. Where it's all Steve Jones playing bass. <laughs> yeah. Well, just the stories of that uh, end of the century with Phil Spector. Oh are, my God! Insane. Yeah. I well, mean, you know, Phil, yeah. not a nice man. It's it, he's still alive, right? But he's in prison. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I guess he's still in prison. Oh well. No, no. He's um, no. Just so we're clear, that's where he's going to be from now on. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. where he belongs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He shot that one. He killed that one with the gun, and you know. Yeah. All right. So that's a, a beautiful song, and now we get into. Uh, to me, this is one of their great, oh, like, Ramon, yeah. yes. just like, just oh, rock a Ramon song. But this is up there with Sheena is a punk rocker. Yeah. with Blitz Creek oh, Pop, yeah. for this sure. This is one of their best songs. This is my yep. favorite song in the record. I'd there love you go. Song. She's the one. Set the power chords, yeah. you, know? you know. I mean, that's basically it. But it's so good. When I would play music in my bedroom as a teenager, um, the only music my mother ever commented on positively was she liked, she loved the Ramones. She said, I, "This sounds like the Beach Boys. I really like this." Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. And um, which you know, they were they skipped a generation. The problem was the people who should have been listening to them were, you know, listening to Bob Seger. And then, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is nothing wrong with Bob Seger, but there should have been, there should have been uh, room. Woody, there should have yeah. been, Woody. no, I'm, no I'll, I'll, I'll fight you guys, I'll fight you guys right here over Bob Seger. There's nothing wrong with Bob Seger. Another podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there should have been room for the Ramones in whatever uh, else was going on in rock and roll. And it's really just a crime that there wasn't. And again, Woody, it's so easy to overlook uh, Mark's playing, but it's like, it's, yeah, he's not overplaying, but he's perfectly doesn't overplay, but he really, he's so solid. And I don't know, did you read, like, um, I Want to Be Sedated was the first song they recorded with him. And two takes, he got it in the second take, he got it. <laughs> there you and go. And you just, 
Yeah. I don't, so I, don't I mean, it. he's he's solid. But if you listen, if you're like, especially if you're a drummer, you'll hear some subtle things he puts in that Tommy would little tasteful things. Yeah. Yes, take yes. Away and he'll, and the way he'll switch. Yeah, he'll use the cymbals differently and switch. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. Yep. Uh, and now we get to another lyrical obsession with them: our, our brains, brains. <laughs> <laughs> yes. or problems, lot, or problems with, with the brain. Problems with the brain. I need to talk to you about Johnny. There's a problem with his brain. And you know, you know what's funny about this song? They never, they never explain to you what made the narrator's brain bad, but you could maybe oh. guess. <laughs> glue. Because it was Carbona. It was glue. glue. Be, right. He used to be an A student. Used to never complain. Yeah. But uh, yep. let's listen to a little bit of bad <laughs> yeah. brain. As if an A student. These guys would know an A student. You know. <laughs> hey, look. There's an A student. You don't think? You don't think Didi used to be an A student? <laughs> no. Yeah. He was good at some things. He might have gotten an, a proverbial uh, boy, A. Boy, but, come on. They're all. They're all gone. Let's yeah, listen to that. <laughs> think this is autobiographical because i don't think any of them used to go to parties or drink champagne yep. no <laughs> no but <laughs> it is very much yeah. there's no there's no there's no sweeteners on that one that's a class straight up you can tell it's johnny johnny's got this this way that he plays it when it's him it, there's this pulse and you're like yeah that's, yes. that's, oh, yeah, that's johnny sure. ramon it's um, true. It's true, and you definitely can't. You can't. As limited as he was, he was a master. What he did, at what he, did he did, and very, you can't very take well. that away from him. No, yeah, you can't. Oh my god, no, no. But that fucking so, Maserite guitar, yeah, you know, slung down guitar, to his yep. knees, and it's you so know, rock and roll, man. When you were uh, the guitar, yeah. That well, there's some great pictures of them where you know there's some shots of him from underneath where it's like down low from, you know, stage level. And he just looks incredible, you know? Yeah, and he'd never play a cheap bar chord either. He played the real actual a bar chord. So bar that's like, exactly right. Right? That was his, that's, well, what, that's how they get that sound. When they play California Sun and he has to play that little lead, he yeah. has to prop it up on his leg. Yeah, right, uh, right. Because he's, low. right, yeah, exactly. But uh, exactly uh, a couple right. of trivia things about this song, one personal and one, of course, well-known that Bad Brain is because... You know, the Bad Brain said they learned to play fast by playing Ramones records. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. they got their name oh, from Bad Brain. Exactly, yep. exactly. Yeah. And the other one is when I was in a, the first band I was in, it was like a real band that wasn't a cover band. When I was a senior in high school, I was in a band called The Turns. It was kind of a power pop, punk sort right. of thing. T-E-R-N-S, after the bird. Yeah, like yeah, like the bird. Um, but they one of the songs they wanted to cover was uh, Bad Brain. 
And so I, I went home to learn it. I'm like, Jesus, this is fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I spent an entire summer listening to It's Alive by the Ramones and playing along to it every yeah. day. Oh, the yeah. entire summer. That's yep. how I learned how to play fast. Yeah, man. Oh, nice. Not easy. Nice. No, it's not. And it's even, and it's funny because even, especially the first, uh, the first Ramones album, none of that is really even that fast now no. by, you know, by later. Oh, no. Things not. got a lot faster, but <laughs> they did. had a, they had a, um, they had a relentless intensity that was yeah, admirable that was to it. this day. Uh, that was it and it just yeah I guess just you had to be certain because I remember so many I, I literally got made fun of in school for liking the Ramones I mean uh, people sure. would go gobba hey gobba gobba hey wow. right and it's like I guess not everyone got it you know but the man no, I sure got it I definitely. sure got it I should you know I was just thinking while we were listening to Bad Brain I was thinking we're really poor <laughs> you know this sounds corny as hell but we're really fortunate to have been alive during the period when the Ramones were around, because they they were they were singular. I agree. Oh, I yeah. totally agree. I do, and I and it, I'll tell you what. It still makes me sad to think that they're that they're all gone and that they never really, you know, that now they they're getting more of their due now oh, than yeah. they ever did sure. before. Oh, you see the them. kid? Yeah, right. The checkout girl Joey, at the, at the vegetable even, market has got a Ramones yeah. shirt on. You know, and you're like, Joey, hot topic. Yeah, Joey exactly. didn't even. The, the saddest, the, one of the saddest things in the end of the century. Joey didn't even get, wasn't, you know, died before they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. And at the end, when they left, uh, when they left the stage, they left his trophy up, like his Ugh. thing up there, like no one even took it. It was just sitting up there. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> I mean, were brutal. It's brutal. They That's were. It, exactly. I mean, those guys. Face it, those guys were. They didn't have art school upbringings like you know the Rolling Stones. The, the, there was a savvy. That you get, that some bands got from just growing up where they did. Growing up in Forest Hills, Queens, obviously exposed you to some very bad things because they all fucking died of cancer except Dee Dee. And there just wasn't this, you know, that's kind of where their maniacal intensity comes from. And their yeah. subject material is the limited circumstances under which, where they grew up. But it ended up also contributing to their downfall, I think, is that they were just... You know, they were very smart guys from Queens. And <laughs> right. Um, all right. Speaking of Didi now, we get the final song. Didi, as I said before, he did spend some time in Germany. Yeah. And uh, this is his little, just in three lines. This song only has three lines, basically. Well, four lines, but this, the third line is repeated. And it's it. he manages to express, like, sadness and loneliness. Uh, and this is It's a Long Way Back.
way back to Germany. So that riff, a, that riff yeah. is reminiscent of, which is weird because that other record hadn't come out. There's a Sex Pistols song that uses the same riff, right? Da, mm. na, 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 oh na, yeah, na, yeah, na, you're um, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, da, na, na. God, is that sa- God save Anarchy the- or. or um, there's only a, there's only there's only one album for, worth of Anarchy. songs. Yeah. yeah, right. But you know, well, for some reason the Ramones song here sounds a little more tragic. It's like a, a yeah. strange tragic oh, chord yeah. progression. Yeah. Or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It does. You know, it does. Yeah. well, it is. That's what I'm saying. It is, and it's amazing. Well, it's if they just all like hadn't said, died, it wouldn't be as tragic. But the <laughs> fact that they just sort of one after another perished yeah, yeah. you go and i remember when tommy died and i thought fucking shit man i just right. saw him like and then the, yeah. oddly enough the last time i saw tommy was on anthony bourdain's show they go to tommy's apartment in new york and they're chatting him up and whatever oh uh, yeah fucking shit and he and, was a really funny he was a he, you could tell he was a, a funny uh, another jewish yeah. uh you know parents jewish immigrants and uh yeah yeah it's just it's just it was so funny listening to them and then like Fuck. three months later, it's like, oh, Tommy's dead. And then, of course, Bourdain's dead. And you go, all right, fuck oh, this. Yeah, fuck right. this shit. So, um, so, guys, about this album, if you think about it, in a, in a, in a just world, how many hit singles would have been oh, on this album? Uh, yeah, yeah, at least six. Three. A lot, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I can think of at least six songs I think should have charted as being it's true. And this, And the sad thing is, Woody, this album didn't even sell as good as the previous one, Rock oh, the Russia. Just, so less just, than that. Uh, which they it must what a gut wrench you know they they do they did what they were supposed to do they, right. they sort of you know they elevated things they put out a great it sounds great yeah. they did what they were supposed to I do mean, and it's, it's you know Seymour nothing. Stein Sire Records they had um you know with the Pretenders he hit it big with the yeah. Pretenders and right. Blondie too right they were on Sire right yeah Yes, Chris, I think Chris, no, they, they were all Chrysalis. Chrysalis. You're right, yeah. but they were all for that same group, and then some yeah. like Talking Heads, Blondie. They they broke out, but it's like they did. The Ramones just became also, you know, they had a tour. Man, for 25 years, they toured t- a, a ten, at least ten of those. They didn't speak to each other. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's a story. The story we didn't talk about, which was the real schism, was Joey had a girlfriend that he ob- obviously loved and thought loved him. And then she actually changed her mind. She and married Johnny. Married Johnny, the asshole. And then Joey had to be stay be in the band with band the guy with that stole his girlfriend. girlfriend. And <laughs> right, so they would travel in different vehicles and didn't speak to each other for um, oh my god, a great for ten years, yeah, ten years, right. Um. So, Woody, do you remember? So, what was the first time you remember the first time you saw him and where? Ooh, Tallahassee, Musical Moon. Musical Moon might have been, but. I've, it's funny when you've seen a band five or six times, some of it kind of blurs together. Yeah. But I, I think they played the moon at least twice in Tallahassee. I saw them in Orlando once and once in Tampa. Susan was working work the Atlanta. show where they played in the musical moon and she tells the story often at, you know, family dinners or well, <laughs> of um, having to keep Joey from walking out onto the stage or like he, he, she had to show him this, you know, sort of guide oh, them down for the like stairs, wandering, for wandering, wandering around, yeah, just wandering around. Oh. And Yuhu, part of their rider was they had uh, Yuhu. They wanted Yuhu to drink, which nice. anyone who doesn't know, that's a chocolate flavored drink that uh, looks like Yoo-Hoo. chocolate milk, but doesn't have it any doesn't dairy. Taste in it. Like, it doesn't yeah, have any dairy still, in it. But it's delicious, man. I'd go for a Yuhu they, right now. They man. have to <laughs> milk robotic cows to get the um, liquid out of. Uh, it. Well, whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> 
Um, well, Woody, thank you, thank you uh, yeah. so much for coming on the show and for bringing yeah. such a great album. I'm, I can't believe three our third season we finally do a Ramones record. I know. But it took a long I time. couldn't, Woody. I I couldn't pick one, so it's like it's perfect. I that think you this was a good choice it. because it was. It's it got was. a good mix of songs, and it's sort of on the cusp of where they really tried a lot harder to be successful commercially. Yeah. Um, and, and, you it know, was un- and it was unsuccessful, the, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not, but you know, at the end, you know, we're, we're still listening to it and talking about it. So, you know, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Uh, that's well, thanks talking. for having me on. I mean, I, I do love this record and obviously, I mean, I, I knew, uh, Rob was a big Ramones fan, so he'd probably yeah. have a blast doing this too. Uh, yeah. and, and I'd love to see you guys in person sometime and all this nonsense. We stuff. will. Eh, maybe, we you will. know, don't get carried. Let's not get carried away now. Woody. <laughs> well, um, see, the thing is, Woody, you know, when Woody comes down, we we usually have a nice dinner and stuff, so it, that's yeah, a you nice. You do. Listen. I want in on. I want in on that dinner. Next there we time. go. Okay. Next time, absolutely. All right. I'll, I'll take you. Um, and I miss seeing Susan and uh, the kids too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So is this? Don't forget. Go to is, is this, this tomorrow? tomorrow. That's what he is the uh, is the artiste uh, behind that. And uh, next week we we they came up in this episode and they've come up a lot on the show. We're doing a Van Halen record. We're doing. Fair warning with another return yeah. guest, Mr. Juan Montoya. Yeah. Fair warning said that's a that's an interesting Van as far as Van it's Halen goes, choice. it's probably the most interesting Van Halen record to do because there was um that was where the schism between David their, and, and Eddie. I, but I think it's but I think it's their like darkest one. Oh, and the hell one that's yes. mostly yeah. Eddie sort of took control of that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it should be interesting. And Juan's a great guest. Uh, he's got uh, his new band now, Moon Destroys which is like really great heavy band yep, and uh, yep. he's still doing it. So that's uh, next week. Uh, thanks again, Woody, for being on the show. Yeah, don't forget, you, guys. don't forget guys, Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH, become a patron. We'll give you a shout out unless you don't want us to, then that's fine. That's too. Right. That's fine too. <laughs> but we love you either way. So uh, once again, uh, that is Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. Where's that record got me high. We will see you guys next week. We're out.